0: Hey friends, so if you're here, you're probably thinking about how to start a business and more specifically, how to avoid starting the wrong business. That's what we're going to talk about today because when you do start the wrong type of business, I'm saying this from experience, it can be pretty darn painful. So stick with me today because we're going to talk about the most important ingredients to consider so you've got a business that really feeds you, matches your lifestyle and is something that you love to do. Welcome to the No Fluff Business Podcast with Sarah May Ives. That's me. I am so thrilled to be chatting with you about the most important no fluff business concepts that you need to understand. So where did I start? 2011, I decided to start a raw food business. Little did I know, this was a highly unprofitable business. And over the years and along the way, I learned so many important lessons and that is why I am so passionate about helping to empower women with the most important business principles that they need to understand so they can make good business decisions. Let's dive into the content of today's training, which is how to not No, how to not start the wrong business or put more simply, how to start the right business. So the first thing you want to consider is what do you enjoy doing? So a great way to get very clear on what you actually enjoy doing is to think back to your childhood. What did you want to be when you grew up? What kind of activities did you naturally love doing? Um, when you went to you know, high school and university, what were the things that you really enjoyed doing? Another question to ask yourself is, what kind of advice do people come to you for? Do you enjoy talking about relationships? Do you enjoy talking about business? What are the things that people typically come to you for um, as well? Another important question to ask yourself is in your more in your professional life, what do people value you for? For me, when I used to work the nine to five, I was always the office grant writer and report writer. People loved my writing and they always wanted to come to me when they did have something related to that task. And that also was true in my childhood. I loved writing stories. I wanted to be a writer when I grew up. Um, and all throughout high school and university as well, I always naturally loved it. So likewise, ask yourself, what kind of tasks, hobbies, things that you have natural strength at because this is often a very good indicator of something that could translate well to your business. Now, in my case, I went on to start an advertising business, but most people don't realize that in an advertising business, you do actually do a lot of writing. That if you do naturally, if you are naturally creative and enjoy writing, you can absolutely learn how to be a wonderful copywriter. And that copywriting, which is essentially writing for businesses, can be used in successful advertising campaigns. So, first and foremost, you want to ask yourself: What are those core things that you're good at? What are those core things that people ask you questions about? And what kind of things do you enjoy doing at work that you have a responsibility for. Now, the next most important question to ask is, when it comes to the business that you're considering, I highly recommend that you write down the tasks that are involved in that business and the hours that would be involved. Because, You know, when I was working in my 9-to-5 and I badly wanted to start a business, back in 2011, I started my first business. I don't even know if you know my story, but I'll briefly tell you. From 2011 to 2016, I struggled with the raw food business because when my son was born, I knew that I wanted to start my own business and I thought, well... I eat eat the raw food diet predominantly. A lot of people ask me questions about the raw food diet. So I would really like to, maybe I could teach other people how to do that actually. So I decided to start a business with raw food. Now here's the thing that I didn't consider when it came to actually doing the business, most people wanted to attend a raw food cooking class on the weekend, which directly conflicted with time spent with my son because I worked during the week and I didn't want to be doing classes on the weekend. And the same thing went for health coaching. So, you know, a couple of years later when my raw food classes weren't profitable enough, and by the way, I did build a really wonderful community, but it just wasn't as profitable as I would have liked it. Um, Then I I transitioned into health coaching, and the very same thing applied Is most people wanted their health coaching, you know, after work hours or on the weekends. And that directly conflicted with something that I didn't enjoy, which was spending time away from my son. So when you're mapping out the business that you're considering, make sure that you consider those technical aspects to actually delivering the service of your business so that you can fully understand. what it's going to entail. So for example, now I work with business owners, but business owners are available during business hours because their entire life um, or a big part of their life is their business. So typically we meet during business hours and we don't work on the weekends. So now I have a business that suits my schedule because I'm able to do it when the kids are at school um, and then not much beyond that. So that's a really important practical consideration to take into your business. This is also another practical consideration for things like real estate a lot of women consider starting careers in real estate because they think it's going to be something that they enjoy what they don't understand is I remember one of the realtors who sold one of my houses she said to me I I didn't get to see my kids grow up because she was literally away all nights and weekends and her husband kind of raised the kids in those hours so I would really ask you to consider those practical considerations to your business Now, another consideration is what kind of knowledge would you need for the business and what types of things do you need to deliver? So to take it back to my example of my raw food business, another thing that I had to do was um, build recipes and do classes. Now, I love public speaking. I love doing classes, education, teaching. That stuff fit perfectly. And I love collaboration. I love communicating with people. So all those components of the business really checked off the boxes, but what I don't like is I personally am not the type of chef that really enjoys hosting people and cooking for them. So um, whenever we have guests over, I always make sure that I am not the one in charge of cooking the food for everybody because I just find it far too stressful. And when it comes to cooking, I'm the person who I feel like I'm a good chef at following the recipe and I just put everything in that's needed. Actually, that's why I prefer baking. (laughs) But actually being a chef requires a little bit of creativity and that's what I don't have when it comes to creating recipes recipes. So this was a component of the raw food business that did not suit my lifestyle. What I often found is that I would be stressed out about creating recipes, making sure they tasted good. And I remember once I did a collaboration class with a colleague that I had met who also had started a raw food business. Now this person was a natural. She loved creating recipes. She was the type of person in the kitchen that was always thinking of new flavor combinations. Um, She was just she just took pure joy in this creativity of cooking. And I remember doing the class with her and she just... I remember something went wrong. I think our blender broke or something. And she was just so creative. She just... She just didn't flinch at it. And I remember thinking, wow, she is really doing the right thing because she loves doing recipes. She loves that kind of thing. Whereas me, it was kind of pushing a muscle that I really wasn't that good at and that was really stressful for me. So I would say that that's another example of how you really want to consider what does the business actually entail. And only when you have that full list of the duties that it entails can you identify does this business truly fit my lifestyle? So that's a really important consideration is first of all, what are you good at? What do you like doing? What do people rely on you for? And then secondly, for the business you're considering, what are the practical implications for what your day-to-day life will look like with that business? Now, The third and final step that I would ask you to take in order to define the right type of business is to do a little bit of market research. When we're starting a business, you really wanna start a business that is based around a gap in the marketplace. So an unmet need. A common mistake that people make when they start a business is they start a business where there's already way too much competition and where they can't accurately or they can't efficiently get clients. Um, For example, take the life coaching niche. There are just way too many life coaches and it's just so, so hard uh, to get traction as a life coach if you're not featured as, you know, Oprah's life coach. So what I would ask you to do is do your research and There's a few ways to do this. So when it comes to the online marketplace, there's ways that you can research um, the unmet needs in the marketplace. So an example is Amazon. Say you want to be a a romance coach. I would recommend that you find some books that talk about romance and that talk about the exact topics that you want to help your clients with. Go on to Amazon, put in the title of the book, and then look up the reviews. And in the review section, look up the one-star and two-star reviews. Because when you're reading people's complaints, you can get a grasp of the type of things that people are struggling with the current solutions in the marketplace. Um, Another place you can do this is on chat forums like Reddit or Quora. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. But there are definitely many places online where you can see reviews and you can see what people are complaining about. So the last thing I would recommend is that you go on to Google you can do some Google keyword keyword research to see how um, what is trending in terms of businesses and I would recommend that you go into the Google keyword tool research and you can Google on how to do proper keyword research to see if the trend is is heavy if traffic is heavy and you want to try and pick something that doesn't have too much traffic um, but also doesn't have too little because obviously we want an appetite so I'm so thrilled that you joined me for today's video i hope it's given you a little bit more clarity on the right type of business for you to start Um, if you have any questions please put them in the comment below and i would be more than happy to answer them so good luck to you and good luck to starting your business and i hope to see you here again